All right, Jamie, welcome back. I am really happy that you're back uh, from the trip you just had. And to everybody else, welcome to our podcast. Jamie, I'd love to know, like, this is your first trip uh, at the beginning of the year. What was it about? And would love to know, like, a, a few learnings from you that, that you were really excited to share with me and the entire world. Well, actually, it was my second trip. So I was at a sales okay. kickoff in Barcelona at the beginning of the year. But every year, 48 CEOs, we get together at what's called the Maple Summit. So the Maple Summit is founders from all around North America. And actually, there's a few from Europe now joining in which we combine our two favorite sports, which is extreme skiing and business. And it was amazing because some, you know, and this is my year four. So now many have become friends. In fact, we have a partner in Get Leverage that came from this Maple Summit last year in Derek Martin. And so there's business connections, businesses that are grown together, amazing shared ideas inside of a skiing environment. So the business conversations happen at the breakfast table. They happen inside the cat, uh, where cat skiing is called. So think of, um, if you're not a skier, think of the thing that grooms a hill. Well, it also has a box cabin on the back for, to drive people up the hill. It happens uh, right. in the saunas at, in the evening, uh, at the dinner table, around the, the fireplace with the guitar, business conversation. Now, when it pertains to uh, ideas centered around change, as an example, with offshoring, what it was really clear, now this event was run and started by Dan Martell. And Dan Martell, last year, at the end of last year, wrote a book, Buy Back Your Time. And in the book, Buy Back Your Time, he has something called the replacement ladder. And the replacement ladder dictates to founders and to CEOs that they're spending way too much time on tasks that are bogging them down. And in fact, they become their own bottlenecks. The average founder and CEO is capable of doing five to 10 times more than the average employee. So if you can unlock that founder and CEO, the business can grow from staircase level to staircase level. Now on that replacement ladder, there are five ladder rungs. Ladder rung number one is around a virtual assistant or an executive assistant in which you're replacing or taking over the tasks of email management, calendar management, travel and logistics. What was amazing to see is how many founders have taken that advice. So that in that room has become standard operating procedure. What was really interesting to most people and where they wanted to have a lot of conversations was they're seeing the same problem applied to their sales team. So sellers, if you really think about it, are intrapreneurs. They are businesses within a business, right? You give a seller a group of named accounts, you give a seller a vertical, you give sellers territories, like, uh, like geographic territories. Those are required business plans. Those have their own total addressable market. Those have uh, you know, you need to prioritize and build your Franklin Covey rocks on which accounts you're going to focus in on. Most sellers don't see themselves that way. But really, if you are a sales professional, you own a small business within a larger business. Now, with that, 20% of a seller's time is wasted on administrative tasks. No different than us founders and CEOs. 
So where the conversation shifted was most of the founders in 2023 missed their numbers, right? They didn't have the year that they expected. It was either flat or declined. Very few of the founders said that their businesses grew in 2023. That happened around the world. But what they're starting to recognize is that we need to find alternative ways to grow our sales that is not yet another sales tool. They're like, listen, we have 48 sales tools. I don't need another. Um, I've given them all kinds of training methodologies, but I'm now using what I'm doing as a founder and exploring my own time management and my own productivity and recognizing, oh my God, my sales professionals are the same thing. What if I could, as an example, buy back their time and remove the bottlenecks of $5 an hour tasks from them? So that's, it was a huge part of our conversation. And we started talking about best practices. I mean, obviously, this is why we created sales support as a service, because so many of the founders were looking at their sellers going, yeah, I mean, they're really good at doing a discovery call and having demos and they're really good at proposal writing and winning the deal and managing the customer. But it is also amazing at how much time they waste doing building lists, scrubbing data, entering data into CRM, building presentations, uh, trying to do basic outreach. Like the act of the customer conversation, like if you're my prospect, this interaction that we're having right now, that's a $500 an hour value creation. Like imagine this was a discovery call or a proposal presentation. Our interactions are worth $500 an hour. I am moving you towards a sale. But the details to get this meeting booked or the details to prepare for this meeting or the logistics of booking the calendar invite or the details, the recording from this very meeting could be transcribed and put into the CRM as notes, as a to-do task for the future. Sellers have been just been asked to do this because it was all part of sales. And I'm putting air quotes here. We do things many times because it's legacy bias. It's because it's the way it's always been. Oh, that's part of your job. That's part of your role and responsibility. But 15, 20 years ago, a gentleman named Aaron Ross wrote a book called Predictable Revenue and Salesforce was the first to split roles in half. And they said, what if the act of prospecting was separated from the act of demos, proposals, and closing? And that was the invention of what's known as the BDR and SDR, Business Development Representative, Sales Development Representative, which separated the BDR and SDR from what's known as the AE, the Account Executive. Well, that same within every role and responsibility, within every job of every seller, there is that same bifurcation that can happen. There is tasks that are worth $5 an hour and there are tasks that are worth $500 an hour. And we shouldn't just give these tasks to sellers because it's the way it's always been. Because we've already done that split and we saw the success of it over the last 15 years. So. Anyways, that was the, the vast majority of my conversations wasn't just about us founders, but it was about the micro founders inside the businesses, the sellers. So, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'd love to talk about one more thing. So I had a conversation recently with one of our clients and funny enough, 
the client was saying, hey, remember the guy that you gave me? He's fantastic. I love his work. But I often see that he's not doing a lot of productive work. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, the client is like, the guy that you gave me, the, the, the guy who's working from Bangladesh, oftentimes he's working on some stuff that are not that productive. I also myself was not that productive with those things. So my question to him then was, okay, so you already agreed the fact that you used to be the one who used to do those unproductive things. And he's like, yeah. That's when I said, this is exactly why you hired the other guy so that you yourself do not waste your time on things that you do not enjoy, things that you think are not that productive. So it's not all, look, I mean, I mean nothing in the world is perfect. May, we may want to always want automation. Maybe we always want to be very productive, but at the same time, there will be a lot of things that we just don't enjoy, that, that will just take a lot of time and we will feel that certain thing is taking a lot of my time, but it's just not giving that kind of result. But I still have to do it. And, and that's, that's, where where sellers, that's where sellers fall down is because... Exactly. Let's say that there was... If you wrote their roles and responsibilities on a standard operating procedure document, and let's say there was like 20 things that a seller mm. needed to do to be part of sales... Hmm. Well, about three to four or five of them are not only highly valuable, but they mm -hmm. really like doing it. Like mm -hmm. every seller, hopefully, loves customer <laughs> conversations. Right. Every seller loves doing a demo and discovery call or a proposal yeah. call. Yeah. And so that's never going away. But what a seller doesn't like doing is, and this has been a problem since the invention of the CRM, is the updating of information inside that CRM. Oh yeah. Now, if you were to ask most sales organizations, most will tell you that they have very poor adoption in their CRM and that sellers are not entering those notes. Why? Mm. Because they don't like it. They find yeah. it time consuming. It's rote and mechanical. It mm. is, they don't, not every seller sees how it serves them. Well, so you as the business owner have seen that the sellers don't want to do it. They don't do it. And it just falls by the wayside. And then sellers forget to follow up. They forget their notes. They go to the next meeting asking questions that they've already asked before because they forgot to document those in notes. Like Those are all examples of very simple things that you can remove off of a seller's plate. The seller doesn't want to do it. Thus, they don't do it. Thus, it adversely impacts your company. But for one-tenth of the cost of the seller that you have onshore in North America, begging and pleading and asking them to do it, you can then bring in somebody that does it for them, happily does it for them as part of their job and responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is why you should just not think about offshoring, start the offshoring, because it will help you save a lot of your time with this jamie let's close this podcast because as we know people really want to just listen to one thing at a time and they just want a short podcast so jamie big uh big plan for this year for both you know both for you and me one of the things that i wanted to talk about just a quick question to you is there anything that you want to do different this year that probably you were not thinking of doing last year 
Two things. Uh, yeah. Ironically, it got me up in the middle of the night, like the like the, when we're filming this at eight forty nine a.m. Like yeah. the sleep that I just had. There's two things that I want to do different. Number yeah. one is it's called uh, the cobbler's shoes. The uh, the cobbler has no shoes. So my super <laughs> skill in life is selling. What happens to a lot of founders is we hold on to the thing that we're typically the best at and we struggle to scale beyond us because we think we're worth, as an example, as a seller, I'm like five or 10 different sellers. But one of the things that I'm going to do and get leverage really, really early is build a sales team. Mm. Um, we just, as an example, built a demo experience page. Um, I've already started using it. I could teach that to other people. I need to get out of my own way faster in sales. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is we've already started to be, uh, get referrals from other customers and others in the market. And I'm going to lean in very heavily to build out uh, our channel ecosystem. And of course, put somebody in place to run it. I had a couple calls yesterday where people are interested in it. I see a massive opportunity because we're different. We're bringing something different to the sales and marketing world. I think there's a lot of people that want to introduce us to other founders, introduce us to sales departments. And I think that we can build a big channel ecosystem. Again, that's something that I stopped and started in my previous life in my sales training company. I didn't drive it all the way home. It's something that I want to stand up, put somebody in place, uh, and really scale it. Yeah. With me, I used to believe in stopwatches. Now I am to the point where I will either have a physical stopwatch in front of me or some kind of app going on in front of me all the time when I work. That That's one of the biggest... Like get you to stop working, take a break, mental refresh, like using... No, to start... Uh, to be honest with you, to start working again, like to... like. Deep work, shallow work, right? Um, we we tend to, after a deep work session, because there are a lot of things going on, people start asking a lot of questions. We get into this shallow works, you know, state of mind, and then we start, you know, having meetings with different people. But for me, what I'm, I what I really want to do is want to have a lot of deep work sessions and have the timer on, and then also have the timer on what I'm when I'm working, and also have the timer on when I'm taking a break, so that I know the break is ending and I have to start working again. And when I say start working again, I'm working anyway. But what I mean by working again is working on things that would matter, like 2080 rule, right? Working yeah, on the 20% yes. rule that would like, you know, make sure that 80% uh, That was happen. a huge part I've, that you just reminded me something of a huge part of our conversations in the cat. Yeah. That there's only a few things in our business that really, really matter. And this is also back to my sales piece. I, I want to take my biggest strength and not become the cobbler's kids and, and cobbler's kids have no shoes. I want to scale sales quickly and out of my hands and get out of my way. Um, because that's the, that creates 80% of the impact yeah. and only 20% of the effort if I do it right. Awesome. Awesome. With that, Jamie, let's go close this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast on any of the podcast platforms, do subscribe. And if you're watching out on YouTube, hit that time button and see you on the next uh, podcast.
Thanks, Jamie. Take care. Bye-bye.